0: She would, she could, so she pulled my lion's tail and caused me pain. She pulled my lion's tail
1: Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, and welcome to the back porch conjure. This is Efi Bayo. I want y'all to grab a seat, grab a chair, grab a pillow, grab a blanket, cop a squat, sit right here. Get you some tea, some water, some juice, coffee. Hell, it's three o'clock somewhere. Get your drink on. That song to me is so beautiful. Because it brings me to a time where I thought I knew it all. I went to New Orleans. I came back. I was dating a man, right? And I say that with emphasis because he was a man. Some of us want these relationships, right? And we're not ready. We are not ready to be in a relationship. We just want it because we have fear of being alone. We want to show up in front of our friends. We want to show the world that we got somebody, you know, so they're arm candy. We just want to show our family that we are not going to be like the cat lady, that we won't be by ourselves. I mean, it's a plethora of reasons. Right. But we're not ready. We are not ready. And if this message don't apply to you, let it fly by you. But if it applies, change the narrative. So uh, I was dating a man and I was there's three types. There are females. First, there are girls. There are females and then there are women. I was a girl dating a grown man. I was way out of my league. (laughs) I'm going to keep it honest with you. I was way out of my league. Baby, you talk about immature. Let me tell you the stupid shit that I would do. First of all, he had to call me all the time. Oh, if he didn't call me and let me know where he was, it was on and popping. He lived in Harlem. I was in Queens. He had his own crib, Master Barbara. Had his own business, you know, had his own clientele, wasn't having no time to play around, right? But me and my immature young girlish ass, now mind you, I'm grown. I'm a grown ass woman, but I was immature <laughs> in every level. And I love the way he responded because that's what men do. I didn't want to see that. I wanted to be this. Just emotional fucking bag of wreck, right? So anyway, he had to call me every day. He had to let me know what he was doing, who was in his house, all of that. And I would go and chill out with him on the weekends. That's when he had time. That's when I had time, right? But then I wanted to change the game, right? Because me and my insecure ass, I wanted him to come and see me. Like... Fuck your job. Fuck that you in business for yourself. Come and see me. I'm in Queens. So he would. Every so often he would. He'd be like, yo, babes, you know, I'm coming through. You know, you you good? Yeah. He'd take me to go get something to eat. I still wasn't satisfied. I was so immature. I'm telling y'all I was immature. I made this man jump over hurdles and hoops, right? Jump over hurdles and hoops because my insecure, fucking immature ass didn't understand that dating a man comes with some adult shit. And I wasn't ready. Right. I'm gonna be honest. This was like seven years ago. Right. Seven years ago. So he would he would take time out, come and see me. He would Bend over backwards, he would call me, I would come over there on the weekends, right? Sometimes I'd just lay in his bed and just not even talk to him, go to sleep, get up, don't even want breakfast. Just petty shit. Petty shit. Right? And he would cook. Oh my God. He he's always laid out the red carpet for me. Even when I was being a bitch, he would still lay out the red carpet. I remember our first date. We went to Roofs. And Amy Roofs, right? Yeah, it's in Harlem, right? Amy Roofs or Roof? Amy Roofs. We went and we had breakfast. And we talked and talked and talked and then we walked around Harlem cuz I have not seen Harlem in so long cuz I just came back up to New York. And we were we were talking and stuff. And he had made this statement, which I still wasn't ready. He said, I don't want to date or see a representative. I want to see you. And I was like, what? What are you talking about? I'm a grown-ass woman. You know, representative. No. But in reality, that's what I was doing. I was sending the representative. I wasn't being me. So, but still, you know, got me a free breakfast, you know, Got spoiled that day. So I was happy. And I went home. Right? Now mind you, financially I wasn't ready. Mentally I wasn't ready. Physically I wasn't ready. Like I wasn't ready on all counts, right? But in my mind, because all my friends had men, and I used to always tell everybody, I don't have a problem with getting a man. That's nothing. The problem is the longevity staying with the man was my problem stay because I would self-sabotage my shit all the time I don't know about y'all and I don't know if I'm speaking to any of y'all but I would blatantly self-sabotage my my whole fucking relationship with the most stupidest dumbest shit on the planet um so I would come over on the weekends right Sometimes I would be a bitch. I'm not even gonna lie, and then I wanted him, to, you know, hang out with my friends. you my man, my friends need to see you. dating a man and you are a girl or a female never adds up, and a real man will tell you and let you know, and they will walk away. <laughs> But me, being that female, that girl, oh, I want my friends to see you. So he worked. He worked for himself. He was making a pretty coin. Not even going to lie. He worked for himself. I said, you got to come with me to the movies. He was like, babes, I don't really want to come to the movies. I'm tired. I was like, if you loved me and you really want to be with me, you would be in the movies. And he came. He was asleep through half the movie. He was tired. I was such a bitch, I ain't even having no consideration. I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> um, and let me just say this, and I'm not making excuses or trying to justify my shit, but I had just came out of a broken relationship. I didn't seek to unpack all of the relationships I was ever in. I was emotionally damaged. I was, I wouldn't trust anyone. I was very immature, even though I was grown. My kids was grown. I still wanted to play this fucking game. Um, Yeah, I was, I was really a fucked up individual when it came to relationships, right? Very petty, very stupid, very immature. And I could say that about me. You know, and some of the times when I look back, I go, wow, if I was me, I would have been knocked my ass out. I ain't even going to lie. I'm not even going to lie to y'all. I wouldn't two piece my ass or shove me in somebody's box and suck my ass on. Right. God bless those guys, those brothers that took their time out to really talk to me. Bless them. But anyway, so here I am. He's in the movies. He sleep. Now, you know, my immature ass, I got to find a reason to argue with him, right? And he was like, babes, I'm just tired. Like, yo, I can't. Like, I didn't even take that in consideration. Then, I had wanted him to come to my grand opening. And he was like, no. He was like, yo, babes, I can't. I can't come. Oh, you don't even give a fuck about me. Oh, that's fucked up. He was like, yo. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to entertain this no more. So, you know, I don't know if you ever get to a point where you're like, that's enough. This is it. I love my peace. I didn't sign up for this shit. I don't know what's broken in you because the hardest thing in the world is loving a broken person. That shit is rough. And I will say that, you know, I was, I was... Healed just enough. Let me put it like that. I was healed just enough to fool anybody on the first half. Because then once you start seeing me and I start unpacking all my insecurities and shit, you already know this sister is not healed. So I would do like really stupid shit. I would call him and just complain and all of that. Then I remember the last time I was in his house, right? now prior to let me let me just say this because this brother was amazing i'm not even gonna lie i love apple pie right i love apple pie homemade apple pie i love but i love mine with raisins right so he went to this bakery in harlem and he had them custom make me an apple pie with raisins because he listened and he remembered For my birthday. And he gave me that pie. And he was like, I don't like raisins. But, you know, I'm going to taste some of the crust. And the crust was flaky and buttery and good. I was like, call them. Because I want them to know. He said, no, I have to walk past there. Because he had a client there. Right? And I said, listen. I want you to tell the person. Whoever baked this pie. To bless them. Bless the person that harvested the apples, bless the person that went and planted the seeds, bless the creator that shined the light, because this pie was fucking amazing, good, beyond good, right, the bean now would appreciate everything that he did, back then, seven years ago, no, I didn't, I ate the pie, I took it, I didn't say thank you, right? I didn't. I was a bitch. I really was a bitch. Um, And just talking about it now, I even hate me. (laughs) For real. I was a bitch. And I didn't say thank you. I didn't do none of that. And I forget what I was really mad at, but I know it was something stupid. Trust me on that. And I left, right? I didn't even stay. I left. I found some fucking excuse, some lame excuse, and I left. So, the next time when I came in his house, right, usually he'll have a spread for me, like food. He have shit. I sat at the table. I was like, what's up? You know, I ain't hear from you. And he sat me down. He sat down on the other end of the table. And he said, listen, I don't know what you're going through. He said, I don't know, you know, who hurt you. He said, but I'm a man. And before I put a bullet in your head or make you have me step out of my character, he said, you're beautiful. I love you to death, man. He said, I love you from the first day I saw you because I knew him when I was young. And he said, but I love you enough that I'm going to walk away from you. Now, to be honest, I would have married him in a heartbeat. Oh, my God. He was great provider, a man. Somebody that had all this shit together that didn't even care. Like, his thing was, yo, we buying a house. You know, I want you to have my last name. We going to do this right. You know what I'm saying? Like, how long do you need to get your shit in order? Because my job is to please provide and protect you. But see, I wasn't ready for that. I wanted a gossip partner. I wanted somebody to show off to. I had a man that had his own company that had money. So I wanted to show him off. Immature, Project Hood, ghetto shit. Not even gonna lie. And he had already evolved with that. You know what I'm saying? He took all his money. He invested it. He paid for him to go to school. He worked in the um, ER, uh, the nurse for the triage. He did that. He did that for so many years. And then the buyout came. They gave him a beautiful package. He took that. Then he went to school, became a master barber. He had his own clientele. He was um, getting a a truck done so he can go and be mobile and, you know, cut hair, like have contracts. He was signing, making contracts so he can um, cut hair at the senior citizen homes and, you know, in the South because he wanted to get a house and live in the South. And he had his man cave. We both loved football. Like, we had so many things that were so cool. But mentally, I wasn't ready. I was not ready. I wasn't ready for a man. We sometimes, and if like I said, if this is not true, don't worry about it. We sometimes want to get into relationships and we are not ready. When You know, I always ask the question of when women as well as men, when they say, you know, I really want a relationship. And I always tell them, name me the top five things that you want in a relationship. Well, I want someone that's going to love me unconditionally. That's great. Do you love yourself unconditionally? Huh? I'm a majority of them lie? not even going to lie. Yes. Yeah. I want someone that's going to financially, you know, support me. How's your credit score? Are you working? Do you know... Um, you know, have you taken a course in money management? Do you know about investing? What about stocks and dividends? Do you know, are you out of that poverty mind state? Because see a man, if he has all his stuff good and taken care of, he don't need an extra child. He wants a partner. So if something, God forbid happens to him, I know that you're capable of holding the house down until I get back on my feet. Right? Right. Oh, I want a man that's going to accept my family. When the last time you spoke to your grandmother, your mama, excuse me, your sister. I don't speak to none of them. So why you want him to love your family and you don't even like your family? I know you lying. Oh, I want a man that's going to put me above everybody in his family, even his mother. Do you? This is how I catch you. Tell me five things you love. Huh? Tell me five things you love. Oh, I love my kids. I love Jesus. I love... Stop. You want him to put you first and you won't even put yourself first. Because when I tell you to name five things you love, you're supposed to say me, 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 me. Oh, oh no, I wasn't thinking. No, stop. Oh, I want a man that's um, good and bad and that's healthy. Ma, how much you weigh? Are you really taking care of yourself? Are you eating right? Do you know how to detox your body? Do you make sure your vagina is clean and good and your pH balance is okay? Do you go to the doctor? Are you taking care of yourself? I don't understand why I got to do all that. That's why he's there. He's not your father. He's your mate. He's not your daddy. He's your mate. You're not his daughter. He's not your son. He's your mate. Well, I don't think I need to do all that. And that's why you're single. Because of your immature actions and ways. Yeah, come for me. Because y'all know what I give. So, I was immature. My actions and my ways. He would have a certain set of clientele. And they paid good money. For haircuts. He gave them the whole thing. Like, you know, he was he was a great man. Um, Knew about saving money. You know, but... If it's something that he wanted, he was going to splurge on him. But he always put money up. And he was a family man. Like, he would go and, you know, once a month he would go and sit with his sisters and his brothers and them. And they will bring a dish and they will just start talking. Like, they had insurance. You know, he and my ass didn't even have insurance. They had life insurance and stuff like that. So, they was making plans and durations and all of that. Who needed their credit fixed? Like, they would sit and do that. So, to me, that was foreign at first. I'm like, who does that? Like, no, you, going, you ain't really going to see a sister in them. You going to see some bitch. That's, what, that's the vibe I was on, right? For real. And then I remembered him saying, and that was the smartest move I did do. I remember him saying, yo, you know, you want to move in with me? Because you can. Like, I'm tired of you coming here every weekend. I want to wake up to my woman. I was like, no, I wasn't ready. Right. And that's what I told him. Unbeknownst to me, I was really telling the truth. I really was not ready. But for the life of me, I don't know why I told him that. But mentally, I wasn't ready. So let's go ahead. He sat me down and he told me, he said, I'm in this. I'm going to make sure you good. He was like, yo, D, if you ever need anything, I'm there. Right. He was like, but yo, I can't do this. I'm not going to do this. I didn't do all of this just to see me ruin it. And I would put a bullet in your head. He was like, for real. Like, the shit that you're doing? Nah, you need to grow up. So, me, at that time, just what I said. I was wicked. I was immature. I get home and start posting all kinds of shit about him on Facebook. Fuck you, faggot. All of that. He laughed and said... He called me. He didn't even post. He didn't... It, He didn't acknowledge it no way. And I was tagging him. He will untag himself and keep it moving. He called me and said, and this is why I made this decision. He said, didn't I not sit down with you and talk to you? But you're going to put me on blast on Facebook. He said, keep on. He said, I'm not going to argue with you. He said, but I pray that you grow up. He said, because you are a beautiful woman. But your insides and your out. He said your insides and your outside. But your mental, right? Paraphrasing. Your mental doesn't match the image that you have. He was like, it's way off. He said, you are so fucking unbalanced. And I feel so bad for whoever hurt you. Because they hurt you to the core. And let me explain. My ex-husband, I loved the fuck out of my ex-husband. I did at one time. I loved him so much, right? I did. I loved my ex-husband so much. But he settled with me. Do you know how hard that is for someone to tell you? I settled with you. Because the love of his life, she couldn't have a kid by him. I could. So I got pregnant. And not wanting to keep a man, because we was married, we was already married. So, but she couldn't have a baby bomb. So I didn't find this out until later on. I'm pushing my daughter down the one on Union Hall Street, and that is 109. We pushing her, and he was walking with me. He was talking, and when he saw her, he walked in front of us. Like, he didn't even want to be bothered. That shit made me so mad. I didn't even go off. I just, it was shocking. Then, my daughter was at my god sister's house. And my god sister's sister, I know it sounds ghetto, but listen, catch up. My god sister's sister, God bless the dead, she passed away. Her best friend was the chick that he really wanted to be with. So they had my daughter. So when I was coming upstairs, because I didn't need to keep this is my God house. So I was coming upstairs and I heard them. Right? Now, they didn't do anything wrong to my baby, but because I, I would have with everything, but that wasn't them. That wasn't their character. So she was sitting there and she said she can have as many kids as she wants. I'ma always have his heart. I walked in, I grabbed my baby, I spoke to everyone, and I walked back out. I was crushed. I was crushed. Crushed. Like, wow. You know? Um, and then I I just got on some, I don't give a fuck. He wound up going to jail. Out of sight, out of mind. He did 22 years for two bodies. And... I just kept it going. I just, I lived my life out of sight, out of mind. We wound up divorcing and while he was in jail, and I moved on with my life. But I still held on to that pain, that brokenness, that incomplete. I still held on to that because in my mind, I just assumed that every guy that came after settled. And I wasn't giving them that opportunity. So I still lived my life. Like, yo. And I know it sounds fucked up, but that's that's how I saw it, right? Because he did. He wrecked me. Like my shit was broken to the core. And so then I wound up getting remarried. I love Craig. We were we were best friends from junior high school. Well, high school. Yeah, junior high school and high school. Eight in Jackson. And um You know, we we made sure the kids had everything they needed, lived down in Atlanta for 20 years, you know, lived a life, and that was it. Then we separated, and he went on about his business, I went on about mine. But he used to even say, you need to go to therapy and you need to unpack because whatever your first husband did to you, he rocked you. But I carried that pain. I didn't, and then anything else that happened after that, I just, I allowed it to stay, right? So, when old boy was like, yo, you know, I'm not him. I'm not, whoever hurt you, I'm not him. But like I said, we want to get into relationships, not, know, not acknowledging, not even knowing, acknowledging that we ourselves are in pain be it your mother, your parents, if you were touched, abused, mentally, physically, spiritually, like you got to unpack that in order to have a healthy relationship. I do. I promote therapy to everybody. I really do. Because there's so many things that we have to deal with. And if you were in relationships where you assumed you had family and this is it. And, you know, you don't imagine being cheated on. You don't imagine you cheating. You see it and you think it, this is good. Like this person is happy. I'm happy. You know, we creating these children, these little people. And, you know, we, we're family forever till death do us part. do not always in that way. Sometimes y'all are on different wavelengths. Sometimes the person settles. Sometimes the person don't want to do it. Now, I wasn't never the type to try to trick a man. And I remember seeing a, somebody doing a, a video like, oh, young girls, when they have kids, they tricking people. Ah, listen, there was rings on this finger way before I got pregnant. So I was good with that. Um, but like I said, I healed just enough to have you believe that I was healed. But I was still broken. I would go to talk to someone, maybe about two or three sessions, and that was it. I didn't go back. You know, I was like, "Nah, ain't nothing wrong with me. I'm good." I was in denial, you know. But yet, and still, I wanted a relationship. I wanted to be with someone. I wanted to have someone with me. Oh my God, I need somebody. And the one that I was looking for, the one that I was waiting for, the one that was there for me. Was me, myself. I had to learn first to love me. And love everything about me. Floors and all. Those things that I don't want to show to the world. Give it light. Let it shine. Because that's the only way it's going. You know how you get a sore and they be like, take the bandage off. Let the air hit it. So it can heal. I had to take come from under the covers. Take the mask off. I had to be honest and real with myself. I had to be Donna. I had to be Ephah Bale. Like, I had to step out from the darkness and heal. Let light shine on me. Let some air hit my ass so I can start healing. Taking the broken pieces, not gluing them back together because that's what we mostly do. Oh, I'm going to glue these back together. I'm not really, you know. I'm not even going to own that because I'm going to do the work and we don't finish. We don't complete it. We don't. We ask for all these things in a relationship and knowing damn well, we don't even give it to ourselves. I was never a nasty chick. That I wasn't. Oh, I can't stand that. I hate for blankets. Y'all know I'm always talking about that. Blankets with the guts coming out. I think you should have bedding. I think you should have towels and sheets and blankets and pillowcases. You should have curtains to match your seasons. Like, for real. You know, um, wash machine and dryer, an iron or a steamer. Yeah, oh, good smell stuff in your house, vacuum, clean your dishes, make sure your refrigerator is clean, pull everything out, pull the refrigerator out itself and clean all behind that. Like, oh my God, clean up, put some flowers in there, some curtains, some pillows, pillowcases, change the shit out. My mother used to always say, right, this Southern old women. That if they walk in, if your, your fingernail polish is cracked and chipped on your hands and your feet and your bedding is not good, those are some nasty, they call them levy camp women. There's some nasty women. They're nasty. If you can't even take care of the, the bedding, sheets and blankets, but you can run out here trying to look for a man, they uh-uh, they be like, uh-uh, don't go in the house. No, no, no. Right? And then <laughs> we'll think that, well, you know, I got me a man. He's, You know, you just got to go through the relationship and suffer. I remember my friend told me while I was on this healing journey, I stopped dating for three years and I wanted to know what relationships were. I wanted to see people that were married. I wanted to see people that were divorced. I wanted to see single people, people that were just in situations. Like I wanted to see it and I would go all over. I was in North Carolina, South Carolina, New York, Atlanta, uh, Alabama. Like I would meet up with people and just listen to their stories and seeing I needed positive role models of marriages. I needed to see what a relationship was in comparison to what I assumed a relationship was now mind you I had a mother and father they were together um 10 years right they built the family house everything but I didn't want to use them as my example because they were my parents oh they're going to act okay right so I didn't I didn't use them as a an example of what a couple would be Instead, I used TV and the people I saw, and all the images was tattered and broken. So, because I I hung in the street. So, every, every image was tattered and broken. So, that's what I grabbed, and that's what I held on to, right? Now, majority of the women thought, in my era, thought that if a man didn't beat you, he didn't love you. Well, I didn't co-sign on that shit. Like, nah, we fighting. We just got to kill each other. But a lot of sisters believe that. Then a lot of sisters, well, you know, as long as he come home to me, well, stupid. He can't spend a night at the shorty house because she might live with a mama in them. So, of course, he's going to come home to your door, mad ass. Yeah. I didn't sign up to, I mean, you know, I, I was hurt, but I still had, because of the things I saw hanging in the street, I still had not a fear but just caution, because I've seen where women would be with men, and then the men in turn try to talk to their daughters. I got three girls. I, I, I lose my mind. I saw where the women would allow these men to abuse them physically, like whooping their ass. Nah, you, you can't put your hands on my kids. Um, I saw where the women would neglect their children for men. My kids can't give you that story. They cannot give you that story at all. Um, Where different guys would spend a night in their house. I had a mother and father. Ain't nobody spending a night in our house, Belaya. Nah, we not doing that. I had a mother and father. I didn't wake up to different men walking in or once a month or once every other month. There was niggas in my house where I'm calling them uncle or daddy or whatever. No. Not happening. So in the same, I didn't do that neither. If you wanted to see me, you paying for a hotel. I had my own crib, though. Trust and believe. I had my own crib. But you paying for a hotel, and my kids are down at my mother's house, or my brother and my babysitting my kids in my house, and now nah, my kids ain't going to see you waking up in my crib. Nah, that we not going to do. That, no, 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 no. Uh-uh. And you don't even give them money. Nah, you give it to me, I give it to them. We not playing that game. That we're not playing because I saw all of the things that happened in the street. So it made me cautious. You know, you're not just going to readily meet my children. You're not just going to be in my kid's life. And if it's something that we're a relationship, then, you know, it's still going to take some time. You just don't automatically just get in where you fit in. Nah, we, we don't do that. That we don't do. So... Ah oh, man, it's so much to unpack because we get into this mode of and it's really selfish. It's really just really hurtful. Cause not only are you hurting yourself, you're hurting the person that you're trying to bring into your life, especially if they're, you know, doing okay for themselves. But if you're broken, you're gonna attract broken people at extent, right? Because you can fool some people for a little while. You ain't going to fool anybody all the time. So, especially for finances. Now, this right here, I I can't wrap my head around. But I've seen females. A guy would come in your house. Drink your juices and all of that. And you don't have no money, no food in your house. You got to call your father or your uncle or Your baby daddy, so you can get money, so you can get food. But this nigga laying in your house and he ain't giving you shit but sex. And that ain't even that good. That is something I could not do. That is something in the life of me. I can't do that. Why? My pops was a provider. He told me at a young age, a man can promise you the sun and the moon. You better have the stars in your pocket. Do not sit as long as I'm living in a fucking house with a dude and you call me for something. He said, you ain't, you don't, you're not going to like that conversation. Yes, sir. He said, you're not going to like that conversation because I didn't raise you like that. But you know, there are females that will move a man in and be hungry and got to call someone else to buy food. Because this nigga sitting right here. Nah. Even at a young age. Yeah, no. Uh-uh. We not doing that. That we not doing. If I have to go out and ask for money from someone else and you living in my house or we living together, you not living with me no more. No. You you're a kid. I'm going to claim you on taxes. Like, we, we, you, you going to sleep in the room with the kids now because you my other child. And I need to go and find me a man because you are not a man like I, that. I can't wrap my head around, but I would see women do that. I would. I would see women do that. I would see women. Lit, I mean, really like just beg and you will see. Listen, when before I married my husband, right? My first husband. First, we was a rough start. We had no money. I ain't even going to lie. We was, we was an inch away from panhandling. And we wasn't living together. But um, he was living on the boulevard. I was living at my mom's house. And he um, I went to my friend Carol and asked her, can she give me money and to um, buy my son some Pampers? She made me feel so small, right? That I went to him. She was like, oh, if you stand here and sell drugs for me, I'll give it to you, you know, because I'm going to treat you like a crackhead. What? Bitch, you lived with me. Like, I took care of you. So, I was already pissed off about that. So, I go up to the boulevard and I see him and I'm like telling him what happened. And he said, yo, stand right here. I don't know what the fuck he did. He came back. He had pampas. He gave me $200. He gave me some jewelry. He was like, yo, as long as we're married, don't you ever ask nobody for nothing. He said, we either work to get it ourselves or I get out there and get it. I was like, wow. That's another reason why. Because I seen the day when I did need it. And I think that's why I love that story of Oshun so much. But the day when I did need it, my friends dissed me. Right? And it wasn't just like, oh, you got a nigga living with you. Because I didn't ask him. I just assumed like, yo, we both broke. You know what I'm saying? We married. I'm living at my mom's. We trying to get some shit together so we can move together. You know? So, and in turn, when I went up there and told him, he was like, why you didn't ask me? I was like, because we we're both broke. He was like, no. <laughs> Hell no. And he did. I tell you no lie. He did. He went and got everything I needed and he gave me $200. I was like, oh, okay. And I seen that. So, I, I don't like asking people for nothing. So, I get out and do it myself. But on some real, you have these women that will sit there and literally do that. You have these women that are that will, oh, no, it's okay. I don't want to ask him for nothing. But you don't have a problem with asking you for sex. Or if there's a problem, oh, this is the biggest pet peeve for me in the world. There's a problem in your relationship. Eight out of 10 women will go to a reader and read about them or go to their family members and talk about them. They don't go to the person, their partner, and say, hey, let's talk so we can find solutions and see what is the blockage or what's the obstacles or what's going on because I'm not happy. You don't seem like you're happy. Maybe we're missing our mark. But instead, they'll go to a reader or they'll go to a family member. And both of those are wrong. Why are you not going to the person? I don't want to make him mad. What? He living with you. And you going outside to ask about someone that you got access to that you can ask right here. I don't want to make him mad. Or, girl, you, you want to go out? Let's go out. I don't want to ask him for no money. You give him your food stamp card. You give him your ABT card. You give him everything. He holds everything. This nigga don't even have nothing, but he's in charge of everything. How do you give a a man that much access to your life? How do you give a man that didn't earn anything complete kablanch over you? How how does that happen? But we do it. And I'm saying we because I don't want y'all to feel bad because we do it. First of all, I ain't giving you my EBT card. I never did that. I ain't no fucking way in hell. I sat down there. You ain't sit with me. No. And um the lease when me and when me and Craig lived in Atlanta, we both had our name on the lease. Like, nah, nigga. We don't we we everything is fifty fifty. We ain't doing sixty forty. We ain't doing you know, nah, fifty fifty, straight down the line, right? Um and he would he would go out on tour and put the money in the bank. And I would make sure the bills was paid and stuff like that. And I worked. I always kept a job, even though he wanted a stay-at-home wife. And I told him, I said, I can't do that. That's your mom, and I respect that. But that's not me. I have to work. I have to work. i lose my mind. Like, nah. So, he was like, okay. Because, you know, he, that's how he grew up. His mom stayed home. She was the housewife. And his father went out and did stuff. God bless the dad. And... Um, he wanted that because that's what he was used to. And I was like, nah, we can't do that. We can't do it. I can't do that. Like, then you, he was like, okay. He's like, I, I, and you know, it was like different because his mother was like, oh, she can stay home and raise the kids. No, I can't. I have to go to work. <laughs> no, he's working. I'm working. We both going to build. Um. But like I said, I had to go to therapy. I had to like really learn what relationship was. I give shouts out to so many people, my Man, sister, Mars Jackson and her and Bishop, like, yo, you know, when you, when you have a family, right? Because that's where my, my, after so many, cause like I said, yo, I did those three years after so many people that I met, my blockage was now. So what happens if you was with someone, you had baby daddies or whatever, is there possible that you can get remarried? You can still find love and build a family. You know what I'm saying? Extend it and bring and mend that family together. Is it possible? Because, you know, I see people shacking. Oh, that's my man. But no, that's not my baby daddy. And they move him in. But what about marriage? So shout out to Sister Mars Jackson and Bishop. She was my first example. She was the first one that I've seen. And they're still married. They've traveled all over the world. They've supported each other. And they had their bumps and bruises. But the number one thing they had was belief in each other, communication. Right? Communication and comprehending. You can talk to somebody all day. If they don't understand what the fuck you're saying, you're wasting your breath. So to make sure you understand that person and point into each other. Not forgetting each other because whatever you did in your past relationship, that person that's new shouldn't have to pay for all of that. They didn't do that. Also, asking the right questions before you get into a relationship. Like, do you have a problem with money or do you pay your bills on time? Do you have a good credit? Are you working on your credit? What's your relationship with your mama, your family? Because at the end of the day, you're marrying into that family, so you might want it to be okay, or at least a little bit of stability. You don't need a mama's boy. God bless you if you get one. Uh, now is he a part of his kids' life? Because you don't want that stepdaddy to come in and he treats your kids like gold, but he's ignoring his kids. No, you you're not. You're not blessed. Both of y'all are fucking idiots. You don't want that relationship that... Because you're broken, you're you're attracting broken people. And I don't respect a man. I don't. I don't. I Listen, y'all can hate me from now to never. It won't bother me. I do not respect a man that will take care of your kids and won't take care of his own. I don't respect a woman that will move a man in her house and you didn't know him for two to three years. And you don't know his kids. You don't know nothing about his family. You don't know none of that. But you're quick to call him bay, or that's my boy. That's my what? How you moving in? Oh. I'm not here to, to hold up a magnifying glass. I'm here to hold up my mirror. So I had to get therapy. I had to own my shit. I had to grow up. I had to really look at the kind of woman... That I wanted not only my daughters, but my granddaughters to see. And what it meant to be in a functional, healthy relationship. Not moving a man in your house. Not just automatically jumping the gun. Saying, oh, we together. Not that, you know, I'm not here to fix a broken man. No, come healed. Work on your shit before you come to me. Um, a person that's not jealous—I think that's the most retarded shit in the world to me. Like, why are you jealous? If I'm with you, that should be enough. Not, oh, this dude is in your face. man. Y'all want to see me? Cause uh-uh, uh, cause I'm not a jealous person. Now, once I unpacked all of that and started really getting to know me. And learning me and learning what a relationship is and what it consists of for me. I can't define what a relationship is for you. I can define what it is for me. It's me and that person relating, right? Being together, not one. Because you're an individual and I'm an individual. We're not one. We're not no one individual. No. Allowing me to point to you as you point to me. Allowing us to have a conversation. You don't need to lie to me, even if you screw up. Don't lie to me. Don't take my choices away. So there was a lot of things that I had to learn. I had to learn what a man does. And I had sat with a bunch of men and shout out to Mike and them for just sitting with me. He was like, a man does three things, protects, pre- pleases, and provides. And under those three is a plethora of different words and things like that. A man is not your gossip partner. A man does not want to sit here and treat you like a little girl. A man has standards. We are yours. They have morals and principles. And a man is into building a foundation, not having some shit that fly by night. No, no. And no one can't tell me anymore, right? Because back in the day, you would have women that go, oh, all men are dogs and I don't trust men. No, no. I sat with a bunch of men. Men that I really appreciate, right? I did. I appreciate those months that I sat with them. A man does not want a child or a headache. A man wants you to come healed too. And to be honest, you can't say all men are dogs or all men are this or just like all women. No, the person that hurt you say he's a dog. But then also point that finger back at you because where were you at when you... Started dating this person. Because you saw the red flags. They weren't just decoration. I can't get mad at my ex-husband. I have to get mad at myself. Because I stayed. I allowed all of this to take place. You know. And then I would justify it. There's no justifying bad behavior. Cheating. There's no justifying that. No. And listen. I, I learned this from a group in Yale. So if you got a problem. Go to them. Don't come to me. They say. People don't cheat because, listen, you can masturbate, you can finish your own self off, so it's not sex. People cheat because there's something broken in the home, and nine times out of ten, they try to explain it. (sighs) But knowing your broken ass, you didn't listen. When things were broken in the home, I, I, my job was to fix it, but it'll fix it to where I sweep it under the rug, talk about it for a day, go back to the same shit, and that's it. It, would, it was a quick fix or a Band-Aid fix. But in the meantime, it was becoming infected, and I became angry, bitter, childish, immature with all of that over time. And the same time it took for me to get all of that, was twice as much time to start getting healed, right? So I want y'all to to understand. We all want relationships. We all want companionships. We all want healthy, healthy connections, healthy connections. Now, unless you a sex worker, mom, make your money. I ain't here because e- even porn stars and sex workers that I know, have beautiful fucking marriages. And that was crazy to me. Like, you sell your ass. How can you... But they saw that as work. And their marriages were amazing. Amazing! No cheating. No, none of that. They supported them. It wasn't no animosity. I met people... God bless the dead for Cameron. I met people... That were in poly situations where all the women came together. There was no animosity. There wasn't no, why are we going to argue with each other? You getting him more than me. None of that. They raised their children. All of that. I've seen some positive relationships. And when I started seeing that and started sitting down talking to people, then my perception of what I was always shown changed. And as I started seeing the change in them and how they, how relationship was, then I myself started changing. And I yearned for it. But before I knew I can get into a healthy relationship, I had to work on me. I had to work on me. I had to remove the mask. I had to own my shit and hold myself accountable. I had to be good. Like Gregory Porter sang in that song, be good. Be good is her name. That's the name of the song. Be good. I had to be good. I had to hold myself accountable. I had to heal. I had to unpack a lot of shit. And I had to own it. And when I started doing the work, loving myself, anything I wanted in a relationship outside of me, I had to first give it to me. I had to change. I had to become an adult. I can't be living in somebody's room saying I want a fucking relationship. I can't be having my bills and being in debt and I say I want a relationship. I can't sit there and say, oh, well, I want a man to love me and I'm not even loving myself. I want a man to take care of me. I'm not even eating right. I ain't exercising. I'm not living right. I'm sitting here just fucking up my life and I want somebody to come in and do what? Save me? Why? Because I got daddy issues? No, I didn't have daddy issues. What I had was... Immature, childish, a fucking idiot. I can call myself that because that's what I was doing. Today, I want you to sit back and I want you to write 10 things that you want in a relationship. And then I want you to flip that page over and be honest. Out of those 10 things, what are you doing for yourself? Out of those 10 things, whatever you want in a relationship, do you, can you honestly say you do that for yourself? Nine times out of ten, you don't. I, I bet you you don't even do at least two of those things on there. So be good.